0: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present
1: Locked On Today.
2: A familiar feeling for Bills fans. Were the Miami Hurricanes desperate? Plus, why I'm wrong for not believing in the Cardinals. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today.
3: Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story.
2: In driving wins in Buffalo, in the marquee matchup of the week, the New England Patriots hold off the Buffalo Bills, 14 to 10. Mac Jones completes two passes in three attempts, and yet gets the win. Joining me now from Locked On Patriots is our friend Mike Tabeta. Mike, this is a game that I think for a lot of people signals the arrival of of the New England Patriots as bona fide AFC favorites. The Patriots proved they are the most versatile and most malleable team in the AFC right now to me.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue the converse on this, Peter. I mean, basically, what the New England Patriots are doing is they're playing to their strengths. They're getting timely stops when they need to on defense. They're making the plays when they need to on offense. You mentioned Mac Jones' stat line is anemic, two of three for (laughs) 19 yards. If you showed me that, I would either consider, one, he was injured and had to leave the game, or they pulled him because he just didn't have it, or there was some sort of problem that ended the game before it should have been ended. But yet the New England Patriots come away with a win. They run the ball effectively. Damian Harris completely, uh, uh, you know, and uh, and utterly was able to get yardage when he needed to. He came up a little bit short in the end of uh, uh, the game with a hamstring injury. Definitely worth keeping an eye on for the Patriots. Ramondre Stevenson also showed a lot of prowess in being able to grind out drives on defense again. It's Matt Matt Judon coming up with a timely sack when you need to. Adrian Phillips getting a hand in on Dawson Knox, making a couple of big plays in the absence of Kyle Duggar. Miles Bryant coming up big in the slot when a lot of people thought he couldn't. Patriots are getting those contributions from those players that most teams and most fans are going to look at the stat line on Tuesday and Wednesday and go, what? Who's that? How did he do it? But the New England Patriots always seem to come away with these. This is how you win in January. You run the ball,
2: you play good defense, and you have to get good enough quarterback play. That's the question to me, Mike. In a game where they have to do a little bit more than that, can they get enough
4: for Mac Jones? Well, that's going to be the ultimate question that needs to be answered from what I've seen from Mac Jones, not just in the game settings, which most have seen, and they've seen what he can do in terms of the prowess. But you look at what he's able to do in practice and the prowess that he's able to show and the leadership he's able to show with this team, as long as they put him in a position to run that timing based offense that the Patriots love to run, predicated on the short, accurate pass. Putting it where only the quarterback can get it, not only where the where the excuse me where the receiver can get it, not just where the receiver can get it, but where he can do things with it. That's when you're going to see Mac Jones, uh, you know, come alive. This game was again, this is an anomaly. This is a, a, the weather is a factor. I think what they were trying to do was get Mac into rhythm, but at the same time, what you need to do is you need to see it in a big game setting. That's going to be the true test for the New England Patriots. Based on the limited information we've got, I think he's up to the challenge.
2: Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. Coming up, were the Miami Hurricanes desperate in their head coaching search?
0: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
2: Alabama quarterback Bryce Young, Michigan defensive end Aiden Hutchinson, Pittsburgh quarterback Kenny Pickett, and Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud were announced Monday as the finalists for the Heisman Trophy. Quarterbacks have dominated the award in recent years, winning 17 times since 2000 and taking home four of the past five trophies. Though last year, Alabama's Devontae Smith was the first receiver to win the Heisman since Desmond Howard in 1991. Chicago Bulls star DeMar DeRozan entered the NBA's health and safety protocols prior to Monday night's 109-97 win against the Denver Nuggets. DeRozan became the third Bulls player currently in the health and safety protocols, joining Kobe White and Javante Green, both of whom tested positive for COVID-19 last week. The Memphis Grizzlies are taking the lead and running with it night after
1: night. The Memphis Grizzlies made it five wins in a row. And not only five wins in a row, five wins in 20 straight quarters where they have played without being behind. 20 straight quarters with the lead for the Memphis Grizzlies. Sean Coleman here with Locked On Grizzlies. Once again, it was impressive performances from Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. But the starting lineup for the Grizzlies truly made the difference, especially in an unexpected way from Dylan Brooks. Only this first, uh, only the second time in his career with 20 plus points, 8 plus assists, tying a career high, and 2 plus steals. Also helped hold Jimmy Butler to 413 from the field, showing that he was able to impact the game both defense offensively and offensively even though his shot struggled a bit tonight and then of course Steven Adams who has put back-to-back games Saturday night against Dallas was his best game in the Grizzlies uniform he surpassed that tonight 16 points 17 rebounds seven offensive rebounds joining Andre Drummond as the only players this year with seven or more offensive rebounds in four games Adams is really starting to establish his role with the Grizzlies of this straight win and considering the opponent the most impressive of that five game stretch another 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 important game against Dallas on Wednesday night where the Grizzlies can really establish a good hold on the Southwest Division and a top four placement in the Western Conference as we head to the middle of December.
2: If you can't have fun watching John Morant and that team play, I just, I don't know what to tell you. The U.S. will stage a diplomatic boycott of the upcoming Winter Olympics in Beijing to protest Chinese human rights abuses. The White House confirmed Monday a move that China has vowed to greet with firm countermeasures. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said U.S. athletes will continue to compete and will have, quote, our full support, but added we will not be contributing to the fanfare of the Games. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all your pro and college football action this season. The final four is set in the college football playoff, and the odds to win it. Alabama leads plus 120. Georgia coming in next plus 140. Michigan plus 650, and if you want to have some fun, And you want to light some money on fire. Cincinnati at plus 950. As for the semifinal games themselves, Alabama 13.5 point favorites over Cincinnati with the over-under set at 58. Georgia 8 point favorites over Michigan with the over-under set at a much less exciting 44. For all your gambling needs, betonline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to get That bonus.
0: Here is another
2: story
3: you need to know.
2: In a different era, the Miami Hurricanes coaching search would have been the biggest story in college football. But that's not where we are with Miami anymore. They bring in Mario Cristobal to replace Manny Diaz. Joining me now from Locked on ACC, Candice Cooper and Candice. Mario Cristobal comes in 35 and 13 at Oregon, brought in two Pac-12 championships and a Rose Bowl title. But the thing I keep going back to is how far Miami has fallen here to get what feels like a second, maybe even third tier candidate in in a coaching search that could have been in another era, as I said, much more sexy.
3: (laughs) Well, you know, I think it's all about bringing somebody home, having somebody who knows the winning culture or whatever, there's a part of any piece of what was. And so Mario Cristobal certainly fits that realm. But I think the biggest story of the day is how dirty they did many Diaz. Like, yes, yes, we all thought he wasn't the guy. Sure. But dang, like, let the man go. <laughs> this is like one of those relationships where you're like, hey, I don't really want to be with you. But in case this new person doesn't really work out, I'll still have you if you'll let me
2: all the reporting was that they were working on a deal with Mario Cristobal and they had not fired Manny Diaz. He was still in the building. It was like if you're on hinge at home, sitting on the couch with your significant other, and it's just like, well, and and they can see, they're just like, wait, what is happening here? What is going on? Is Mario Cristobal such an upgrade that they had to handle it like this? It, It feels to me, it feels
3: desperate. It feels very desperate, and I think what Miami is trying to do is get back to beating the Florida States of the world, who aren't even having that greatest season either, but they want to be back at the top of the conversation in the ACC, which is so, you know, it's anybody's game coming into next season, so I think they want to put themselves best foot forward, but again, you don't treat people like that because, okay, yes, there's a buyout situation with the head coach, But there's other people that have to experience ramifications of these poorly made decisions. So I think that was the biggest issue. Just I don't care if you want to let him go. Everyone knew, right? He wasn't fitting. He had some questionable coaching. He's supposed to be a defensive powerhouse. He wasn't that. And yet, we still didn't know how to kindly just say, you're not for us. Let's move on. Do I think it's going to be any better? Remains to be seen, but I do know Tyler Van Dyke certainly has himself quite the season on his hands. So they're lucky in that regard that they have players that are still vested into the university.
2: I know the money, and I would never say don't take the money, but in terms of a football situation, are we sure, like super sure, Miami is a better job than Oregon?
3: I don't think Miami is a better job than Oregon, only because I think with the Pac-12, Pac-12 after dark, you have all this, you have the whole section to be great. When you're coming to the uh, coastal division of the ACC, everyone feels like you guys are crap anyway. You never know what you're (laughs) going to get. Anytime you could lose a game any given Sunday, right? Or any given Saturday, rather. I think it's one of those situations where you're not getting better in the conference. Like ACC is sort of just middle of the road. It's not the SEC. You're not running, you know, to be a part of the Big Ten. I just – I'm not sure as what we're trying to build here in our conference that this was the place to come to. If I'm anybody at the moment, we're still we're looking for a couple head coaches right now to, with Duke still trying to fill that spot. And I just I don't know. I think it's not exactly the most warm and welcoming. But hey, that also means there's the bar is in hell. <laughs> there's nowhere to go but up. So <laughs> in that regard, glass half full, right?
2: Coming up, why I'm wrong for not believing in the Cardinals. Or why I'm right. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar. In a lot of cases, uh, their the the coconut brownie Built Bar is like my favorite candy bar. It's incredible, but it's low in calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs, low in fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, and they're delicious. Delicious and healthy. So many flavors you have to choose from. You've got double chocolate cookies and cream, peanut butter, brownie, raspberry, mint brownie, bonus flavors all the time. And they give you extra fuel, extra fuel that you need in the holiday season. Maybe to just get, get to work. You need something. Grab and go. Or you need something in the middle of the day. I'm I'm like a 2:33 o'clock snacker. I'm also like a late morning snacker. And it's it's actually a really good thing, late morning, because you, you feel like you're getting something that's good. It's not quite lunch food. You still feel like, okay, this is kind of, um, it's a bar. It's kind of breakfast. It's in between, but it's delicious and it's covered in chocolate. What am I going to ever say no to chocolate? No, thank you. Uh, my family, they don't know it yet, but they're getting built bars in their stockings. That's a true story. I'm pointing to the stockings just, just out the door here on the mantle. They're going to get built bars in their stocking stuffers. They're a great stocking stuffer because they do taste like candy but they're better for you a lot better for you than candy they taste so good you will not believe they're filled with protein go to built.com and use promo code lock 15 to get 15 percent off
1: your order
3: agree or disagree this is the cue of the day the arizona cardinals
2: win again on sunday this time in chicago they are 10 and 2 at top Of the NFC, in fact, the best record in the NFL. Yet, in most of the conversations about the Super Bowl favorites, the Arizona Cardinals do not consistently come up. Joining me now from Locked On Cardinals is Bo Bracken. And Bo, I do not believe in the Arizona Cardinals. They have to show me. They have to prove it. The regular season is
0: just that. I am not a believer. Why am I wrong? I think you're wrong because the Arizona Cardinals can play defense. I mean, and they can play defense at a very high level, even without J.J. Watt in the lineup. This is a team that's causing turnovers as far as turnover differential. This is their number two in the league just behind the Indianapolis Colts. And then when they put the ball in their offense's hands, it's been lethal. So it's just an incredible combination, complimentary football, offense, defense. They can play some special teams. They're the most complete team in the NFL. They were able to weather the storm. Without their two-star players and arguably their best defensive player, J.J. Watt, who's still on the men. But no Kyler Murray, no DeAndre Hopkins. They don't lose any ground in the NFC West, and they take care of business. I think that they are the best team in the league. And as far as how they'll perform in January, I think they're set up quite well for that. So, Bo, remind me what happened on Thursday night a
2: couple weeks ago when the Packers <laughs> went in there, no Devontae Adams, no Alan Lazard, no Marquez no. Valdez-Scanling, mm-hmm. and, and got a win on a short week. Just, like, remind me what happened sure. there, because this is this is my question with Arizona. Against these elite
0: teams, I still, in a playoff game, until I see it, it's going to be a struggle for me to believe it. Look, you you got to start buying into this team. And, you know, it's been the status quo, the disrespect has been since the— before the season even began, and I think the team kind of uses that as bulletin board material, and it drives them. But this is a team that's seven and zero on the road, and they have seven double digit wins. Yeah. The only team that's done that was the eighty four Niners. They won the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's impressive. Like there's only <laughs> yeah. one other team that's done it. This has been just one of those rises from Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury, where they go from three wins to five wins to eight wins. They are on the outside looking into the postseason. Is the next step just an appearance in the postseason? You got to, you got to raise your expectations higher than that because this team is ready to win right now. They still have to play the Rams. In fact, we've got a, a, a
2: blockbuster matchup this week against the Rams. They've got to face the Colts. They've got to face the Cowboys and they've got to face the suddenly frisky Seahawks. (laughs) They have a much tougher schedule down the stretch than green Bay and Tampa Bay. They could go from the one seed to the, the three seed in a hurry here.
0: Yeah. There's no margin for error. That's absolutely correct. Uh, the Rams, though, I mean, Matthew Stafford, 9-70 and 70 against winning teams in his mm. career, 1-3 and 3 this season. And, they're and they blew coming out the Rams st- once already. <laughs> exactly. They did in L.A. or Inglewood. This game on Monday Night Football, that's going to be at State Farm Stadium in Glendale. But the Arizona Cardinals, they've got to start to take care of business at home because what's the point of having home field advantage to buy in the playoffs right. if you're not going to make it take it to in an advantage? So that starts Monday night. They're going to have to prove that they can win there in, the, in front of the Red Sea, and uh, I think that they should. I think they're just a better football team, you know, from one to fifty-three than than Los Angeles. But then, the, yeah, there's a couple big games left on the schedule. Indianapolis with Jonathan Taylor playing at such a high level, running backs can gash the Cardinals, and then of course Dak Prescott and that uh, that offense that's looming as well late in the season. So yeah, no margin for error, and it's going to be a long road. Five games left, but you uh, can't make a mistake. You can't take a misstep now after such a great start.
2: And finally, sad news in the horse racing world. Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit collapsed and died after a workout on Monday at Santa Anita. The three-year-old Colt was trained by Bob Baffert, who said in a statement that the horse suffered a heart attack. Medina Spirit tested positive after the May 1 Kentucky Derby for legal medication that is not allowed on race day. It was Bafford's record seventh win in the Derby in the wake of Medina Spirit's failed test. Bafford was suspended by Churchill Downs and barred from entering horses in the 2022 and 2023 Kentucky Derbies. He also was banned by the New York Racing Association from entering horses at its Belmont, Saratoga, and Aqueduct tracks. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Make your second listen, Locked On Bets. Download and subscribe, free and available on all platforms. Coming up Wednesday, a hilarious stat about Kirk Cousins for everyone, well, but Vikings fans. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.